Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning. My name is Promise. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us, but before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today. Just thank you for giving us courage and putting your word inside our mouth, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for giving us our gifts, Lord, so that I can use them for your purpose, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our study in the book of Acts. So before we get into the word, we just ask that if you like the message that you would like, subscribe on this and any number of the platforms you can find a day of prayer on and that you share with someone else so they can they too can be blessed but then also that they can and most importantly grow in relationship with christ so if you've already done those things or if you continue to do those things we thank you for helping mm -hmm. this ministry fulfill what the lord has called us to do which is to preach Amen. and teach the gospel throughout the four corners of the earth. So Amen. thank you for partnering with us. And Amen to that. Thank amen. You. Exactly. We just thank you. Yeah, and God bless you, you all. immensely and abundantly above all you can ask or think. Thank you, Jesus. So that being said, let's get into the word, shall we? We shall. All right. So we are going to reread in Acts 4, verses 13 through 22. So could I get a volunteer to cover that section of scripture, please? I will. All right, Layla. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus and seeing the man who had been healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, What shall we do to these men? For indeed, that a notable miracle has been done through them is evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But so that it spreads no further among the people, let us severely threaten them, that from now on they speak to no man in this name. So they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than God you judge. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way of punishing them because of the people, since they all glorified God for what had been done. For the man was over forty years old on whom this miracle of healing had been performed. Amen. Amen. So at this time, I'm going to open the floor. So each of you has the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you. And of course, to ask any questions that you have. All right? Mm -hmm. So who'd like to begin? I will. All right, promise. Let's hear it, sir. Okay, so Laura's talking to me about, um, Laura's talking about Pharisees were threatening them. And so the Lord reminded me of, again, how we, we were talking inside of two podcasts ago. Wait. Okay. Well, I was talking about that Peter wasn't worried because he knew 
Peter and John weren't worried because they knew that the Lord had them. Would and protect them and keep them. Right? Yes. Okay, go on. And so the Lord reminded me of the scripture that he who seeks to save his life will lose it, and he mm-hmm. who gives his life will keep gives his I'm not gives his life will keep it. And so and so the Lord's telling me that when they were saying that it's not just talking about like your actual physical life, like dying inside of physical. But the Lord's telling me that trying to go about the way going about life in the way that the world goes about it. And so the Lord reminded me of with Peter and how he, after he denied Jesus, he went back to fishing. And how Peter couldn't go say, well, I want to come back to you, but I want to keep doing this because I don't think what you have for me is going to work. He had to go with the Lord and trust him all the way. Amen. And then with what what Charles was talking about with the blind man who was excommunicated, that yes, people are gonna camp, people are going to prosecute you, persecute. Oh, sorry, persecute mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. There might be some prosecution involved, but generally it's the it's word possibility. Per- persecution. Go ahead, baby. But during that time period, it's not up to. It's up to it's on our part to trust in the Lord to deliver us from all the situations. Mm-hmm. And then the Lord's talking to me about how Peter had to wait, let me back up. Okay, again when Peter when Peter came back from fishing, the Lord had forgiven him. The Lord's telling me that there's multiple parts parts about being forgiven. He remind me of where Jesus was talking about if you don't forgive others, you won't be forgiven yourself. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord's telling me that Peter first had to forgive other people before he was able to come and preach. You want to explain a little in greater detail, sir? Yes. Okay, well, please do. Okay, so the Lord remind me of. Let's say me and Layla are doing chores, and I get angry at Layla because she's not doing what I tell her to do, such as going to vacuum, even though it's not her job to vacuum. And so, with that, I have to, in order to move on, I can't keep being grouchy towards Layla at every turn trying to bring up why she won't vacuum. I have to forgive her and then realize what I'm mistaken. Okay. And even if you were right, you would still have to forgive. Yes. Because that's what the Lord requires and commands his people to do. So that way we're able to forgive the father, um, we're able to receive, I mean, the, the forgiveness of the father. Yes. Okay. And that does include us forgiving ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. That's important because if, Peter hadn't forgiven himself, he would not have been able to receive from the Father either. He would have said, no, no, Lord, I don't deserve it. <laughs> right? Yes. yes. He, would have, he would have burst headlong, just like um, 
Judas. Ju- Judas. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Or he f- fell headlong and burst open in the field or yes. hanged himself. Um, different accounts of mm-hmm. what that fully means. But either way, he killed himself and because he did not believe or he didn't forgive himself and believe that the blood of Jesus was enough. Uh, he didn't receive the goodness and the grace of God through Jesus Christ. So what else you got, my love? It's in the, you're talking about what the second part of forgiveness was receiving it. Mm-hmm. And how I can't, let's say mommy and dad say I can go outside. If I don't get up and go outside, I'm never going to go outside. <laughs> I And I can't get angry towards mommy and dad for not going outside because it was my fault for not going outside. <laughs> when the opportunity presented itself? Yes. Oh, okay. Hmm. Okay. It, so, so you're saying we have to do the the things that we're, I'll say the things we've been given opportunity to do in the season we've been given the opportunity to do them? Yes. Okay. Can't go early. Can't go later. But when it's presented or when it's required of us? Hmm. Yes. Okay. And then the second part was where Peter had to say everything that the Lord had told him to say. If he had tried to put his own spin there and done something else, then that would not have worked. And so as you think about that, remember this. There, there's two sides of it. If he was self-willed and said, well, I'm, I'm going to say this regardless, and this is what I want to have, and his intentions and his motivations towards God were ungodly, no, that w- there would not have been uh, movement. However, if he was flawed and just didn't say everything perfectly, God can still use him in that. So it, it's important when we think about how we present ourselves to God. He said, be willing and obedient. He didn't say you have to know everything and have it all together and do it just right. And your hair has to be just so, and you got to stand on one foot. Um, And because when we do, when we think about it that way, it becomes work-based, works-based. And we think it's our own righteousness versus saying, God, I'm presenting myself as a living sacrifice. I'm a willing vessel and I'm going to do my very best, right? I'm giving you my best God. And I know that your grace will cause this to be sufficient, right? Yes. Peter might have yes. had bad breath that day or his his clothes might not have been uh, steamed just right. And they could have been wrinkled. And you know what I mean? But God was still able to use him, even though he was flawed. And I'm saying that in a funny way, but just to show we are humans and God fully intends and anticipates to put his grace on top of us and use that. What he doesn't want to work with is when we're um, like Balaam. OK, yes. A Balaam attitude of trying to twist the things of God and manipulate and or the sorcerer that asked to to pay. He offered to pay to have the gift of laying laying on of hands so people would would receive the Holy Spirit. That's different. That's judged differently by the Lord because of the heart. What are the motivations and the intentions? But she's saying, God, I know I didn't say it all right. Oh, and I could have done this better. And I wish I had done that better. God will work with you with your humanity. Okay, so just making sure we we keep that distinctly divided, even though 
language wise, it sounds like it's the same thing. God is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart Mm -hmm. in his fullness, the father, the son, and the Holy spirit in Jesus is the word. So the word of God is sharper than any two edged sword, right? Yes. Yes. It's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart because that's who God is. All right. Carry on my love. And then where I was, again, how the Pharisees were threatening Peter and John. And so the Lord's telling me that with that one was persecution. Mm-hmm. And then the second part was that the devil was trying to stop the word from coming forth and saving other people. Mm-hmm. 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 And that was it. Okay. Um, I wanted to point one thing out, something about you that you said um, about Peter and fishing. So, God is not opposed to his people operating in business or being in the marketplace, if you will. He's not opposed to that. So fishing would only be wrong if God told you not to do it. Right. So in and of itself, fishing is not bad or having a job is not bad or owning a business is not bad. The problem comes in is, are you being obedient to what God called you to do? Jesus called Peter to preach. He said, feed my flock, Mm -hmm. tend my sheep. Right. Take care of the the people that I'm entrusting into your care and shepherd them. This is what I want you to do now and strengthen the brethren. Cause he said that to him when he said, Satan is trying to once has asked to sift you as wheat, but I've prayed for you. Right. Yes. That after you return, <laughs> you're going to strengthen the brothers. So that's what God wanted and asked him to do. So for Peter to then return to a life of fishing for his means of, um, survive not survival but um occupation for profit right if he had taken that up and resumed that as his occupation now he's outside of the will of god and that's what's what made that would make that wrong for him but if god said go be a fisherman fish it up brother do it all day long that's what the lord asked you to do right so let's be mindful that we're not looking at itemized okay here's here's the prescription god gave peter so let me try to be peter He wants you to be you and he wants you to let the Holy Spirit guide you into the life he has for you. The standards of God don't change. Be willing and obedient. You'll eat the good of the land. Believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. And love the brethren as he gave us commandment. Follow what the word says. And in that, be able to separate between. Okay, that was Peter about fishing, for example. Well, Kamisha does this. And this is what God has asked Kamisha to do. I still obey the scriptures. I still am true to the character and nature of God and the will of God. And this is how God manifests his purpose coming from me as a body of Christ. That's why we're not all eyeballs. We're not all fingers. We're not all toenails. We are different and we vary within the body because that's who God is. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Layla, what you got? I know you had something, darling. Oh, it was... Well, first I found my scripture from the other devotional that I was looking for about um, Jesus and how the Pharisees were trying to lay hands on him. Mm-hmm. That would be Matthew, um, let me get back there, twenty-one forty-six. But when they sought to lay hands on him, they feared the multitudes because they took him for a prophet. And it says that in multiple places like um, Luke seven sixteen and mm-hmm. in John. But... Um, Something interesting when I was looking for it, though, I noticed that it was only after he had preached certain parables like the wicked vine dresser. That was the one directly in that passage before um, the verse that I just read. And 
Peter says something similar in his message as well um, about the chief cornerstone being the chief stone that you builders rejected. And it's now become the chief cornerstone. That was in the parable of the wicked vine dressers that Jesus gave in his earthly uh -huh. ministry. And the fact that each time the Pharisees only wanted to lay hands on them after he had preached something that would set the people free, that he would, he, when he told him the truth, and we see that time after time with the enemy, that's what he always tries to do. He did it with Abel when Cain and Abel offered their sacrifices, and Cain's wasn't accepted, and the Lord was like, why are you angry? If you do good, will you not be accepted? And sin lies at the door, and his desire is to have you, but you should rule over it. Because he gave us the authority and the ability to do so. Mm -hmm. And then in Hosea 4, 6, the first phrase, if you will, of that is, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And you see in um, Proverbs 29, I think it's verse 18, where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint, but happy is he who keeps the law. So Jesus came to bring the word, the revelation, the understanding, so that we weren't snared by the enemy any longer and kept in that cycle of mm. sin and bondage because he was here, sent here to set the captives free. We were all captives, whether you'd like to believe so or not. We were all captives to sin when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden. That's what happens. And Jesus, in his great grace, mercy, love, and compassion, sent his only begotten son to redeem us so that we weren't condemned to such a sad and tortured life if you will that's oh. how about eternity <laughs> how about that one i mean life so yes. now and later he, he exactly. took care yes. of, of both mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he removed our past and our sins right he blotted out our yes. transgressions and moved them so far from us as the east is from the west he gave us a good life in the here and now and he took care and prepared an eternal place for us that we could reside in the presence of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit forevermore. Amen. But you bring up some some interesting points there, right? <clears throat> uh, one is, let's look at what happened there. And Peter in his sermon says, this, Jesus, the Christ, mm -hmm. is the chief cornerstone. He is the one that you stumbled over, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. the, the rock of offense. They stumbled over it. What, what happened there? He made it plain to them what they had done and how they had fulfilled the scriptures, right? Yes. Which then prompted what? Them to get angry. Them to be offended, to become well, upset. Some, some of were offended, but some uh, right. repented. Some came to Christ and said, oh, <clears throat> some Lord. Some did. <clears throat> what must I do to be saved? I'm sorry. But in this in part of Acts, right, in chapter 4, we're speaking specifically about the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes. Mm -hmm. He's making it plain to them what they did. Mm -hmm. Which, well, let's look back at you, uh, and I'll say back, when I say back, I mean even at ourselves. We're all typically, right, natural people, are fine when it's a general statement. Mm -hmm. When it could apply to anyone. Mm -hmm. But when it's made specific to us, isn't that usually when there's issues? <laughs> when when yes. we're, all of a sudden we're offended, when, well, then there's ought with our brother or sister and Christ or whatever the case is, right? All of a sudden there's an issue. And then, as you brought up, what happened in the, well, uh, outside the garden, right? With Cain and Abel. Cain, just like... Um, 
Abel was a prophet, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Jesus being a prophet, mm-hmm. what did they do? They sought to kill him, to remove the standard of righteousness, mm-hmm. which now we can understand or should be able to understand why Jesus said that this generation or the blood of all the prophets back to Abel or from Abel cries out against this generation. That's a lot of witnesses. That's a, Absolutely, that's a lot, right? But why? Because that generation, this generation, right? I mean, let's, we can, I'll say, superimpose it on today because as we already have discussed here in this, this podcast, we crucified Christ, each and every one of us, mm-hmm. when we were in opposition, when we were in enmity against him. And that is until we chose to humble ourselves and submit to him and who he is, which is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Mm-hmm. Right? Amen. So that's every generation. Jesus was making it very plain to them. This is what you did, and this is what you're about to do. Mm-hmm. So also prophetically speaking, you're going the same way. You're going to remove or attempt to remove the standard of righteousness. But is it, it is impossible to remove God. Absolutely. He, right? What do you say? Before Abraham was, I am. He always Amen. existed and Amen. always will exist. Absolutely. And all of creation is upheld by the word of his power. So... He's not going anywhere. Exactly. So so we then should be able to, right, like we're seeing in these apostles now, be bold before the Lord, right? Yes. Um, in John 20, or we'd covered this in one of the earlier episodes when we first started uh, the study in Acts, it talked about how they were essentially hiding. They were afraid of the Jews, mm-hmm. right? But now they've been filled with the Holy Spirit, baptized, filled with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. right? And all the things the Lord has said, we're, we're beginning to see. And actually, I believe it was you, Layla, in an earlier episode brought up about, or maybe it was, it was one of you boys, about how it doesn't always mean um, persecution was promised, yes. Uh, persecution doesn't always mean with our life but it doesn't exclude that it may come down to our life, right? As we just Mm -hmm. discussed with Abel and with Christ. And even in uh, John 16, he mentions that, right? says, they will put you out of the synagogues. Yes, the time is coming that whoever kills you will think that he offers God's service. Mm -hmm. And these things they will do to you because they have not known the Father nor me. Right? So... I'll bring that up for a couple of different reasons, right? And, and it says something similar in Luke twelve eleven. Uh, now they will bring you to the synagogues and magistrates and authorities. Do not worry about how or what you should answer or what you should say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. And I know you brought that up in an earlier episode, honey, mm-hmm. right? But again, there's one common thread here and that is the lord and his holy spirit who we must be led by in all things Mm -hmm. all things Mm -hmm. in the moment remaining with him walking with him abiding in him and him abiding in us right because we saw even here in john 16 verse 2 uh sorry in verse 3 yeah it was verse 2 they think they're offering god's service so Mm -hmm. there's no good intentions with the lord 
it were either operating out of the Holy Spirit, right, and sowing into the Spirit, and we'll reap out of the Spirit, or we're sowing into the flesh, and it produces no good thing but only death. Amen. So let's be wary. Let's be watchful and examine ourselves. What are we actually being led by? The flesh or the Holy Spirit? Amen. And it should be the Holy Spirit and everything. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. Well, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get someone to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for your infinite wisdom and knowledge, Lord, that you share freely with us, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for being and having the opportunity to be your mouthpiece in this earth, Lord. That we have the opportunity to be a vessel to speak your light into the world, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank Mm -hmm. you for the forgiveness that you give each and every one of us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.